Hello, Namaste. Welcome to Core Legalist Presents for Keel Talks. Here we get into conversation with practicing advocates and try to present their point of view on various social, legal, and political affairs. Today we have Advocate Sujakarta Baladikari sir with us. Uh, he is also my mentor, so this episode is very special to me. After completing his BALLB degree in 2013 from Calcutta University. He joined litigation in High Court of Calcutta and District Courts in West Bengal. Thereafter, he completed his uh, LLM from West Bengal National University of Juridical Sciences, Kolkata. After completing LLM in 2015, he joined as a research assistant in a project titled Judicial Trends in Cyber Laws with special reference to West Bengal, involving implementation of the Information Technology Act 2008 in the state of West Bengal. Subsequently, he joined as research center established um, by government of West Bengal in NUJS Kolkata in 2016, dealing with various research areas on public policy such as right to information, executive magistrate, Bengal excise, and others. Uh, between a short period of 2018 to 2019, he served as an assistant professor of law at Amity University, Kolkata. At present, he is working as a guest faculty member of West Bengal National University of Judicial Sciences and pursuing his PhD from NLSIU Bangalore on the topic of access to justice with special reference to victims of crime in Indian legal system. He has also published a number of articles in national and international journals of repute, presented papers in national seminars and have also participated in several workshops, training programs and seminars. Thank you so much sir, for joining us today. Thank you so much for inviting me. Sir, I'll see you in court is just a myth nowadays and the very famous uh, legal principle justice delayed is justice denied. There seems to be a lot of denial these days. What is your opinion? See, when we talk about I'll, the term which you just said, I'll see you in court, it means that the present public are still having much of their faith in the courtrooms and not in alternate dispute resolution system, which is a very problematic situation for the Indian judiciary at this juncture because the national judicial data grid, it tells us more than 3.5 crore cases are pending in India. I think around seven days back, I was speaking to one, one of the magistrates in West Bengal and uh, she was of the opinion that uh, during the lockdown there were subsequent number of cases where the filing could not be made which is known as the docket dockets but at this juncture there is no mechanism to control that docket explosion so cases will be filed so cases will be filed the present challenge before the system is to increase access now from going to courts or seeing the person in court the person must have or, or a legal system must have at least this following things means that legal system must have public trust confidence it must have access that means not filing the application in the court of law is the ulterior objective the objective must be in the prayer which is at the last paragraph of the application which we have filed in the court is that paragraph been heard by the by the courts by the judges and the litigants are given an answer i'm not saying that the application has to be allowed always 
a no is also that the person has access to a legal system next is the integrity of the judicial system when we speak about uh, section 327 of code of criminal procedure 1973 it grants the court the power to enable or to have trials in secluded manner in sexual offenses these are the examples which the legal system already has which creates more faith amongst public and then we all know the last thing is that values so when we have to design any alternate dispute resolution system so these four things must all also be there so the term i'll see you in court may be also utilized in mediation conciliation arbitration which are the available remedies but people seldom fear or have anxiety to approach these forums as you said that um, people have faith in court so why this faith is losing importance and why did the indian legal system became so slow the people has i will say that the people has still not lost faith in the courts but the faith has not increased in alternate dispute resolution system because section 89 of the civil procedure code it tells us that when an application is filed if the court thinks that the dispute can be solved amicably it has to be referred to the alternate dispute resolution now uh, the situation is that it should be efficacious it should be accessible it should be affordable see mediation fees or having the fees to engage an arbitrator these are the things which are still not known to common people west bengal still does not have a mediation center now the there are mediation centers in andabad um, bangalore mumbai chennai also i think so we need uh, this kind of institutionalization of the processes like we have courts only then we can uh, speed up the legal system which has gone i think almost a decade back and also due due to this pandemic time because cases will be there we cannot control people in filing cases we need to have methods that where cases can be solved there has to be a channelized mechanism that where if cases are filed if it can be solved to alternate i know i know i understand that a case of murder or a sexual offense cannot be solved amicably or through mediation but other offenses there should be endeavors made to use the alternate resolution for forum now every high court our high court also has has a mediation com- committee so these things need, needs to be more made aware to the public the 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 certified mediators must be known how to approach them still one has to ad- approach and advocate then can reach a mediator why so there it can be through done through the process of e mediation so those things needs to be thought at this juncture to control the the as you said we have the legal system has become slow petitions of being filed after petitions dates after dates are time bound procedural compliance is even a good idea in india now yes time bound procedures are very important or it is required at this juncture for example if i give an example the the investigation for a sexual offense 
criminal amendments have made or restricted two months time for the police however there is no uh, specified timeline though six months is prescribed for the offenses of sexual offenses to be tried by the court but seldom in six months the cases of sexual offenses are tried in a court days are lost in various situations for for example the presiding officer is absent the expert opinions witness can was not re- recorded witnesses are turning hostile or government witnesses for example doctors police officers they do not have time from other works to come and appear in the court so there to be a situation that they can appear from their respective places so video conferencing or the use of technology which in the covid situation we are using a bit that to be more more worked upon Uh, as you said video conferencing can be worked upon however do you think the victims are served justice when decisions are given after years of commissions of crime because uh, in your opinion time bound procedures are uh, actually needed the victims that whether a victim is a present party in the legal system is the first question which i raise i don't think that the present legal system considers the victim of a crime as a party in the case because the in the driver seat the public prosecutor is sitting and is driving the uh, and is driving the forum as he wants to the next the next stakeholder is the accused person i do not find that the victim is called before the judgment is pronounced or a victim and um, takes part when a case starts and finally dies as a charge cheated witness or as a prosecution witness one because victims to be considered or given their due the rights which are there because the even declaration of victims of crime and abuse of power 1985 the un declaration states four rights the first right is access to justice and fair treatment the second is restitution the third is compensation the fourth is assistance in the if we try to find out that whether these four rights as india is part of that declaration can we find out in any of the laws india does not have any dearth of laws the present situation is the application implementation and check whether we need to modify or rearrange the law that is not done only the right of compensation is available for for the victims but that is also i have i was doing the research for my doctoral studies also the findings are very very grave because in india if we check the implementation process of the victim compensation scheme which was started by a corpus of 200 crore from the nirbhaya fund which was given by the central government 90 percentage of the fund in today's time between the year 14 to 18 remains is remaining unspent or we the problem is now that we are not able to spend it is not that we don't have the money it is that that we are that we are not doing much endeavor to spend it and how to do that the victim compensation is designed in such a manner that the stake legal 
services authority in coordination with the all the district legal services authorities in the district will implement the scheme and compensate the victims of crime now this being the situation it is the responsibility that the dlsa approaches the victim how to approach to approach the dlsa must maintain a close relationship with the local police station which is not there because fis are lost in the police station so whether that victim is eligible under the scheme of 357a crtc is or is not to be de- determined by dlsa and how to do that if they are not approached and to approach there needs to be a coordination between the local police station and the district legal service authority the police officers are upload can also send the information because 357a also marks the responsibility upon the officer in charge to to give immediate first aid or medical facility to a victim of crime by informing the local district legal service authority they are also not doing that so it so number of cases in police stations are rising but the number of victim compensation applications are not rising or remain stagnant in the district legal service authority the nalsa 2000 april uh, guidelines also say that all states must have uniform uh, schemes because it was observed in some of the states that the number the the amount of compensation is changing from state to state but the nature and definition of the offense as described in the ipc and other special laws is not changing from state to state so nalsa so nalsa guidelines have asked the states to amend their own schemes the nalsa have also said that uh, online applications can also be filed or made by the victims there is hardly any provision by any of the digital service authorities in india the the study which i have done i can say in india there is no such online facility it is also the mandate of 357a uh, sub clause 2 of crpc that within two months time the inquiry has to be completed the case records which i was seeing in the in the state of west bengal it says or it gives a picture that in none of the applications the 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 inquiry was completed within two months and recently the charkhand high court have stated that the court has only a recommendatory role in providing victims compensation that is at all not accepted because the court is conducting the trial the court is hearing the witness the court is identifying the victim who is the victim of the crime which is the only requirement to pay compensation now can the court not quantify how much compensation the victim would require by seeing the medical report by ask, asking the doctor or other medical experts or other expert opinions the court is very much in a situation to do so but it is saying it can only function as a recommendatory role what would happen again the inquiry will be started by the district legal service authority to do what to do to check the identity of the victim who is the victim that is already known who is the victim in the court in during the trial so to save time so these two months time we cannot give compensation after one year two years six months three year five year seven years we know how as we have already discussed how uh, speedy is our justice system so considering these things 
it the, the process of victim compensation which is the only right which is implemented in india must be uh, taken care by avoiding all this and all these anomalies which i just pointed out so as you said victim compensation is not being given but my question here is whether monetary compensation is sufficient to uh, connote it as justice for the victims very good question i was about to come to that that uh, monetary compensation is not the only you are very correct in 2019 somewhere in february uh, uh february 2020 the calcutta high court the bench comprising of justice jaimalu bagchi have passed an order indicating or directing the state to supply or file an affidavit that how many trained psychologists the that does the government have because the poxo act prevention of children from sexual offences act of 2012 it says that psychological help counseling facilities must be extended and in one of the cases it was found that psychological help counseling services is not given by the district legal service authority why it is not that that the dlsas are not working the dlsa had approached the district magistrate office for psychologist so there was no psychologist or there was one or two psychologists who were engaged in some mental hospital which is a more serious thing at from this juncture and that is the that is the reason we cannot or we are not able to implement the statutory rights which the poxo grants to its victims that psychological assistance was could not be granted so it remains only in the black and white in the statute but we cannot implement it yes i will i will i will stay with the point that monetary compensation is not the only thing which the victim desires i can share one experience uh, while i was uh, doing the empirical research when i was speaking to one of the victims the last question from the questionnaire i still remember i asked that did you get the amount of compensation from the state government and uh, how it it has helped you the victim said that uh, he has received the compensation amount and it has helped somewhat in in give, giving the sense of belief the state has taken responsibility but the victim also said after that that every day when he looks himself in the mirror at that situation he gets reminded that he was a victim of acid attack yes i am using the word he because it is not true that only women are victims of acid attack we will not go into that part right now okay thank you sir i was reading one of the research papers wherein it was mentioned that the rape victim was jailed even with, uh, for for shouting in court or something like that and without considering the fact that she was a victim she was raped or a few days ago and so do you think legal system is actually accessible uh, to the common man amadmi of avanchi very very pertinent thing that incident during the lockdown i was 
reading and that incident in one of the districts of bihar that that the situation was such that that the victim was not recognized as a victim he was labeled as an accused i will tell you how see every victim do not wish to remain a victim throughout their life they wish to become a survivor of a crime not remain a victim of a crime that is how it works with accused also accused also wish to uh, become corrected that is why we have correctional homes we do not say those are jails so from this statement the victim was in the court and on the three days the victim was appearing consecutively three days was coming and on the third day there was also the presence of one of the accomplice of the accused person so section 327 crpc was not implemented that in sexual offenses being here rape was to be conducted in a secluded manner that courts should not be open otherwise courts would be open so at this juncture the victim wanted the care givers one of the ngos which were uh, helping the victim to come to the court to go back to record the statement to get justice which it is not because the victim did not feel well and she fainted in the courtroom the judge i do not know what the judge was thinking at that juncture the judge thought it is contempt of court because the victim wished that the statement which has been now pre- prepared must also be seen by her care givers and after that she fainted it is to be understood or there should have been a compassionate approach by the learned judge over there because it is to be understood that seeing the accomplice of the accused person narrating the ordeal again and again in the courtroom and in the presence of so many persons in the courtroom it is revictimization of the already victimized first time a victim is victimized when the crime happens second second time when the victim before the justice stakeholders if the fir is not taken in the court room also the victim has to narrate what happened actually so it is revictimization and from there the judge said it is contempt of court nothing doing you are going to jail because of contempt of court so the victim at that juncture became an accused person the court did not took into consideration with any of the with with a with a compassionate eyes and that's where you are right in saying that that the state of punjab versus gurmit singh which also said that the questioning that the questioning the questions which to be asked to the victim must be rooted through the judge or the magistrate that was also not followed these are the things which needs to be kept in mind because she was lodged in a jail some 240 km away from where in which court the victim was coming don't you think that the state was responsible in pre- preventing the crime upon the victim where the state failed and now the public prosecutor is not only is is not putting forward the concerns which the victim has see the public prosecutor also has has a role over here it is not that he should only linger for conviction of the accused person 
he is an officer of the court the supreme court have time and again said this and he must also be the voice of the victim not only the accused person or what the state wants at this juncture these are some of the grave violation of not only statutory rights but also human rights per se as you said that the learned magistrate must have shown compassion so um, what role do judges play in effective justice system judges has a greater role to play see the study which i was doing concerning victims of crime i felt that the judges are not informed with due respect the judges are not aware that the present scheme is there the judges are also not aware how the scheme would function it is a very technical thing because if we see that in ankur shivaji gaikwad versus state of maharashtra the supreme court has said that section 357 is read to confer an obligation on courts to apply their mind to the question of compensation it would defeat the very object behind the introduction and provision so compensation is not ancillary to other sent- sentences but it is in addition to other sentences i am saying this because from this judgment section 357b which the criminal amendment act 18 introduced which says that uh, the fine amount which has been given by the court must be given to the victim in addition to whatever compensation has been given so these are the rights or in the jurisdiction 327 also that court should not be an open trial in sexual offenses or the the thing must be extended to victims of cases under acid attack domestic violence this should be also there should be an amendment made in 327 in bail hearing also there is the amendment by the 2018 amendment act that section 439 sub clause 2 a notice must be given to the victim or its representative so the court must look into that whether the victim or his representative appears or not only then the bail application must be decided bail applications cannot be again a power in the hand of the accused person and the court when the court is not informed that what is the present situation whether if i give bail to some i am not saying that you put everyone in jail that's not the thing but that while giving bail there needs one question needs to be answered that is there any life security is is there any danger upon the victim's life or any condition which would violate or the facts of the case so that is not also looked at this juncture also um in terms of 357 crpc the court has the power to give fi- or or award fine to the accused person his his whatever things his and documents can be uh, taken into consideration the delhi high court uh, in karan versus ncit of delhi have approved the procedure of how um, compensation can be recovered from the accused person also why to burden the state ex- states exchequer when the accused has committed the crime and is now found guilty of the crime and conviction is upheld and the accused is also has means to pay 
so in this situations the court has the role not only to recommend but also to quantify the amount of compensation and to ensure that that whatever statutory rights are there whether are implemented or not for example one one on one occasion one victim compensation was given but the victim could not, um, stopped or con- or discontinued from going to school she was a victim under the poxo act there was no information with anyone neither the court nor dalsa not the public prosecutor that the victim has discontinued school and it is because that there are some forces which is working against that she has been asked why the crime happened how the crime happened and she wishes to stay back at home so these so these kinds of or there needs a person who needs to be there so the, the best solution is that which uk and usa has victim impact statement victim impact statement is a situation which the victim gives a form of a statement in an oral form or in an affidavit form before the judgment is delivered by the court so that the court is aware what are the things which the victim faced during the entire trial whether there was any kind of threat whether there was any any kind of uh, trouble with the victim had what are the other ancillary costs which the crime asked or made the victim pay maybe the compensation amount was inadequate maybe some other medical expenses or due to the crime she cannot continue the old work in which she was working so she has to switch jobs this is also the result of a crime or some disease maybe hiv aids so these are some of the things which the court needs to take take into consideration because the nalsa guideline of april 2018 on women victim have also said that certain factors which are already mentioned the things which which i just said are also also mentioned as factors which the court note needs to take into consideration before before giving the judgment and so these are the and the conceptual rights or the things which a judge must play in ensuring there is some access towards victims of crime because the term access needs to be evaluated not only what you can have but what you have got that is the process of evaluation you have a right to file the application of victim compensation but you do not get that in time so there is no access or there is access but the access is delayed so quality jurists and lawyers are either moving towards politics or choosing to remain stalwart practitioners do you think this can be attributed as one of the important reasons of a lack of access to justice sorry can you repeat it once more uh quality jurists and lawyers are either moving towards politics or choosing to remain stalwart practitioners do you think this can be attributed as one of the reasons of lack of access to justice see the term, the term quality jurists and lawyers uh, see we all have a right to choose our profession but one thing i would just like to mention over here uh 
there needs to be an amendment in the bar council of india uh, regulations where i the, the former chief justice of india amended that uh, some cases must be done pro bono we are talking about access we are talking about pendency we are saying that the justice system has become slow one of the reason is the quality it, it is not always the quantity of judges quant quantity of lawyers who are there the quality is very important so here if at least 20% of the total cases which a person appears in a year is made pro bono and compulsory for all then it can be some recommendation or some solution can be seen because we cannot restrict people that they do some kind of profession that also has to be taken into mind but pro bono activities like we have amicus curiae a friend of a court with the court court appoints those things needs to be more more in practice than seldom So lastly how should you think young lawyers and law students um, prepare to address these issues mostly law students including me are not um, interested in litigation or uh, want to pursue corporate jobs or try to uh, explore uh, ADR or IPR or uh, upcoming fields rather than uh, entering into litigation the question which you have raised i can answer it in the point of in today's discussion that uh, about pendency about uh, litigation which is keep on filing so students uh, in every law school there is a legal aid committee now and in some of the uh, universities we are having research center for the national university delhi has has a center for access to justice and many other universities so so these centers or these legal aid committees or so- societies or something else which the law school has can can engage or engage real time problem based solutions can they can open a clinic late professor madhav menon who is said to be the father of national law schools in india and the creator of the five year legal program in india so he has the he had the concept of clinical legal education that law cannot be studied with pen and paper sitting in the classroom there has to be some clinics or in form of real time experience being done for example if we have a mediation center or a society in a law university or in a college so there could be uh, disputes which can be solved amicably through help of a friend every situation need not be solved by appointment of a mediator by the high court it can be also solved by a uh, individual who does not know the parties at a very uh, on earlier occasion so those things can be cultivated in law schools and students will also know the law and will can help for example the leave and license agreement 
it is of 11 months usually and then whether the what are the rights of the licensee licensor thereafter during that it can be if an dispute arises and we have a legal aid society or committee in the university or college and there has to be some specific timings that friday saturday it is open from 2 pm to 5 pm for example students are there maybe one faculty is also designated so these things will encourage students not also go back and read that how these solutions can solutions can come up thank you so it was lovely conversation thank you so much for joining us and for our listeners thank you for joining us today we'll be back again till then stay safe keep sanitizing keep studying thank you so much for having me wish you all the best thank you sir